0: What's going down? Will Freeman, Design.com, talking to you today about money managers and wealth protection. All right. Reading through Michael Jordan's uh, book, Autobiography, here. And I don't care about sports, but Michael Jordan is the best of all time in terms of athletics, the most competitive, and his life story is fascinating. While reading the book, it got me thinking about a lot of Athletes, musicians, actors, peak performers uh, going broke, okay? And this is something I covered in my video on being a producer, not a consumer. A lot of those guys, they still have a consumer mentality. They just hit it big. Um, Same thing happens with lottery winners, right? They are not accustomed to producing more than they consume. They have not taken on the mindset of an entrepreneur. They've not built a business from scratch and, you know, develop that um, mental toughness and that financial discipline, okay? That's a part of it. Another part is the bad deals that a lot of these guys find themselves into. It's it's some crazy number like 80% or 85% of football players are broke, you know, five or five or ten years out of getting out of the NFL. And part of that is is getting into bad deals with bad people, okay? So you've got your your money manager, right? And he puts you in touch with his accountant. And those two guys are handling all of your assets, okay? A couple examples of those are like Nick Cage and Johnny Depp um, being swindled for, I don't know, $50, $100 million. Um, this type of thing happens all the time because they're not watching their money. They're letting some other guy watch their money. And they're getting reports from, that guy's accountant and they're both peeling off the guy um, this happens a lot with guys who, who aren't financially savvy or or um, financially literate but they've 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 got these big paydays from a particular skill that they have okay um, the lesson there is is they're not watching their money and that's a big, big big mistake I would never ever let someone else manage my money Um, even when I was making a ton of money trading, I remember we would be in, we'd come into the bank with backwards hats and, you know, depositing these $100,000 checks and they'd have to like, they'd pull us aside every time and, and, you know, try and pitch me on, on, you know, private wealth management. I was like, dude, I'm a trader. Like I make my living off of this. Okay. Like, I'm not going to let one of your clowns just manage this for me. And and he thinks he's going to know better about the markets than I do. And second of all I was like i I understand these markets I'm not putting my money in there anyways um, but they they it was like every time we deposited a check so I think that happens a lot to to guys who are peak performers is they think they have to listen to these people right you know oh yeah we'll, we'll, we'll take care of that for you okay I would never let someone else manage my money that's not to say I wouldn't invest in in um you know. My buddy wants to, wants to do real estate out here and, and he wants to develop, um, you know, do joint ventures and, and maybe put it into a fund and, and then, you know, manage that on, on Airbnb and stuff like that. And that's something I might do in the future. But in terms of just giving someone my money to manage, I mean, there's zero chance I would ever do that. There's zero chance you should do that. Um, you know, if you if you do want that advice, like a fee-based advisor who's not tied into the particular product, the financial advisor in your bank is tied to those products. I mean, my my mom's advisor was trying to sell him trying to sell her Leisure World the stock, and I almost I almost I had to, you know had to go in there and scream at the guy. I mean, she's in her 70s now, and he's trying to push her into these garbage stocks and stuff like that. And, and, and I've been going back and forth with her. I was like, you're, you, this guy does not necessarily have your best interest at heart, okay? He's tied to those products, he gets a commission. So, like the, the I'm talking about not a, a financial advisor, that's a broker, okay? And he's getting a commission on that deal. I'm talking about there are fee-based guys who will um, sort of assess your situation, assess what you want to get out of it, and that you're paying for that specific advice they're not tied into what they're selling you. They, they might have a, a connection in that, but if the guy's ethical, he'd tell you if he gets a, a commission on that. Um, I also think that's going to be a big market in the future as people start to smarten up. Um, you know, that whole investment industry is, is going to be disrupted in a massive way uh, for for the good, in my opinion. Okay. Um, but I would I, I would always make sure you have the sole access to your bank accounts. If you're in a, If you're buying real estate, you have the title, you're not letting any, just letting someone manage that for you and not watching it like a hawk. That's insanity. That's absolute insanity to me. Okay. Um, You know, and it's not just peak performers, entrepreneurs do that too. A lot of entrepreneurs get really good at one business and then they think, well, okay, I should, I should start putting this money away. So they give it all to wall street. Right. Or they let someone else manage it or they go into bad, bad land deals. Right. Dude, a lot of guys who, who make a lot of money, like I'm telling you, 80 percent of them would have just been better having that money sitting in a, in a savings account. Like, seriously, just having it sitting that hundred million you made from basketball, just let it sit in the savings account. OK, you're losing three percent a year on inflation. But I mean, so many of these guys go broke. So many, entre, you know, peak performers mess this up including entrepreneurs, including guys who have some business savvy, but they don't have savvy in, in the investment realm. Um, another, another major, major problem is divorce and lawsuits, okay? In, in, in Michael Jordan's book, he paid $160 million in his divorce, $160 million. I think they were married for 15 years or 20 years or something. He's married again now, by the way, and in the prenup, he says, if the marriage ends, she gets a mil per year. And if, and if they're together for this, this is what I've heard. if They're together for a decade that goes up to $5 million per year of being married. Um, I, I can't imagine how anyone would ever sign that con- like, contract. I mean, you are, you are, you already lost 160 mil. That's insane. Um, I, I can't understand how another human being would feel entitled to, to take $160 million from someone for being married to them and not being involved in the business whatsoever. I mean, that you, you hear this all the time, and it's like, dude, people are in jail for, for, for a decade for robbing a convenience store for $100, but you've got people who are literally taking $160 million from someone at gunpoint, right? At gunpoint, because that's that's what it's about. If he doesn't pay, um, you know he's going to be going to jail. Okay, I get that there are laws for, you know, if the husband leaves or whatever, and, and the wife's been um, handling the children all, all the time and stuff, so that she can survive. But I mean, one hundred and sixty million, it's insane. Okay, day, you can't get legally married, guys. You just can't do it anymore. Cannot do it. Fifty percent chance of divorce. Um, the other thing is lawsuits, I, you know, a lot of doctors have to, um, you know, handle their assets, put their assets offshore in some type of a trust to protect against that. And if you're an entrepreneur, then, then you're facing um, some, some real business risk, okay? Um, that, that's another area that you have to protect. And, and, then, and then you've got taxes, okay? You've got taxes, it's a big one, okay? Taxes is perhaps the biggest one. I mean, 30, 30%, 35% a year taken away from you um, and you compound that, that interest in a negative way, it's, it's, it's terrible, okay? So all of those things need to be factored in before we, we get to appreciation, um, before we think about like making money on that money, okay? You're gonna, if you're going to get rich, you're going to get rich from that high margin business. Mm-hmm. Investing will help you get richer. But it's not going to get you rich, dude. The stock market—if you invest in the S and P, if you buy a, a a low MER index fund and get like point three percent on that, or or, or, or sorry point point three percent management fees, or you know you buy the spiders or something, you you would have gotten you know on average eight percent a year. That eight percent a year is not going to get you rich, man. Okay, crypto trading is not going to get you rich. That's actually good, probably going to bankrupt you. Um, you know, having a small, you know, had bonds at 5%, medium yield bonds or 5%, 5, 5, 6% are not going to get you rich. You're going to get rich off your business, or you're not going to get rich at all. Okay. You're going to get rich off a business that you can get a thousand percent return in like a service business. Um, you know, when you, when you learn how to sell that, you can, you can get that up to six figures, 200, 300 a year. Okay. And then you need to start protecting that money first. You need to protect that money. Okay, so if you want help, um, if you want advice, then use a fee-based professional who's not tied to any particular product. Like I'm, I like uh, guys like Edmund from Flag Theory and Andrew from Nomad Capitalist because they can help you get set up um, You know, offshore banking, second passports, um, getting incorporated offshore. Things that are going to help you get your taxes handled, right? Um, how to how to you know get your visa set up as an export? That can save you as an expat. Sorry, that can save you an absolute fortune. Just moving offshore, getting corporate offshore, and and all legally. Okay, all this stuff. I I would never advocate breaking the law in, in this area. Um, okay, you don't need a, a money manager to put you into aggressive or shady deals, and you know. I, I can't imagine how many of these football players probably they lost more money because their their guys telling them you know we're going to get a hundred percent return on this deal, on this on this land deal, and and they they haven't learned that financial literacy to to see like dude if you're if you're getting ten percent a year on all your money combined you're doing very well or fifteen percent um, okay so you don't need a money measure. I would never have someone else you know manage your money and then give you like a report on what on what it is I mean you can invest with certain people, but you need to be able to see everything you need to have total transparency and not have some middleman in there um you can also if you're doing well dude you can just have your money sit in the bank until you know what you want to do okay yeah it's you're you're losing three percent of your own inflation, but like way better than getting into bad deals most most guys I know who made good money have have lost a lot of money in bad deals in bad business deals or bad bad investments I mean most would have been better just having it sit there in the bank okay I mean ideally you have a year's worth of expenses in the bank anyways like a lot of guys are talking about like investing in crypto and like trade crypto trading and like what should I invest in and I was like first like save a hundred grand have that in the bank as your peace of mind fund and your and your protection fund and and just have that sitting there you know in in case of emergency and just and just so you know that you're so you can be like comfortable okay save that first before you even start thinking about the other stuff um and and if you're if you're putting your money somewhere have total understanding of where your money is and total access to it okay you do not want a middleman in there that's how you get robbed all right you want to know exactly where your money is it's sitting in the bank, okay. If it's sitting, you know, if you have bonds, you have total ownership of that. You have those certificates. You're seeing exactly how much you're getting every month. Um, Some guy is not managing that for you and then giving you his report. Um, You're not letting the accountant that he picked for you uh, give you that report. Like you see everything, okay. Uh, You know exactly where your money is and you have total understanding of it. All right. I mean, guys, guys make a fortune and they give their money to Wall Street to put into derivatives that they don't even understand. I mean, it's absolute insanity. Okay. So wealth protection before appreciation, wealth protection before appreciation. Um, And protecting your wealth is not just about like, like guys think they're diversified because they're in stocks and they're in bonds. And their real estate it's like oh dude all that's in the u.s if the u.s economy takes a hit you're gonna take it also one thing that i've realized is is um diversification outside of online okay i was having a look the other day and i was like okay my bank accounts are online my business is online dude what happens if the internet goes down even for a day what what where am I then? So I'm increasingly looking at offline ways, okay? Not just diversification across stuff that's online, but I mean, all your, all your banking's online now. So it's like, I'm looking at, at, at offline ways. I'm looking at Asian real estate now, not to make money, just to protect myself, you know? Having a bunch of those titles, you know? I can live in, I can live in a real estate. I can't live in a, in a gold bar or, or a stock okay? You know, that, that's that, that, that worst case scenario. Like am I, you know, I want to get to where I'm bulletproof, where I could survive pretty much anything that happens. And and I'm, I'm thinking like diversifying offline, um, becomes much more, uh, uh, interesting to me now. Um, because I, I literally make all my money online. I'm, I'm also doing, I'm also adding to my business where I'm, I'm beta testing clients now. Okay. Because if I have a list of you know, hundred clients are something that I worked with. I'm always going to be able to get money from that. I'm, I'm I'm going to be beta testing like seminars and stuff like that too. Um, so that I can have those offline streams of revenue. So, so look at wealth protection before appreciation. I was saying, I have a friend of mine who's looking to go into the business of helping guys, um, you know, make more money, whether it's a hedge fund or whatever. And I was like, Dude, at least at least fifty percent of your business should be wealth protection. Like, there's so many things that that guys don't know about, and there's so many uh, areas where guys need to protect themselves. Um, you know, be it with taxes, be it you know not getting married, be it with um, incorporations offshore, be it with diversifying away from just having everything you own online. Um, you know, getting yourself into one of the safer banks. Okay. The safe safe American banks don't start till 40, okay? The top 10 are Hong Kong, Singapore, um, Germany, things like that. The, so many angles to look at on, on wealth protection. Uh, so that's what you have to start thinking about uh, first, okay? So I would never have a manage, money manager where it's just like a black box and he just gives you a report, okay? That guy's going to... I mean that's you're just asking to get stolen from on that. Um I would never legally get married. I would look into wealth protection as much as possible before you even think about appreciation. You know, having a chunk of savings, having um, you know, looking into getting some stuff offline maybe, um, getting getting incorporated offline or 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 offshore. Uh, if, you're, if you're in a business where there's a high legal risk protecting your assets in some form of trust, again, this stuff is all complicated, but I'm just trying to get your mind around that. Um, the business is going to be the vehicle to get rich. okay? And once you're starting to get rich, it's about protecting those assets first before you even start to think about like how do, how do I get assets that are going to appreciate. You need to get those assets protected. And that hard, hard money that you've earned from your business, you need to be able to protect that and you need to stop yourself from getting into bad deals like uh, legal marriage for one. Um, so that's, that's my two cents as an ex-trader, okay? I, I saw from the ground up what it was like with how the market actually looked and, and they're selling it as stability, okay? I also worked for a mutual fund company. Two floors were devoted to marketing, okay? Like 40% of that company was marketing. I wonder why, right? To be able to sell you that it's a stable, safe investment. It's like, dude, you gotta you gotta get your mind right to where you're protecting that. And and people will work their whole life and then just throw that money to Wall Street and let someone else manage it. You know, you gotta be on top of everything. Um, and if you are gonna invest with someone, uh, make sure that they're showing you total transparency. You know. Make sure they're showing you total transparency. Make sure it's a reasonable, you know, sounding deal. I was I was walking by some condo here in Thailand and they said it's a guaranteed 8% a year return. Like anyone selling you a guaranteed 8% return, on, you know, is someone you should not invest with. Like it's absolute insanity. Okay, so protect your assets, man. Um, wealth protection first. And learn this stuff, dude. Become financially literate. Learn all this stuff. I got a lot of stuff on my site, um, how to plan any, plan your financial future and stuff like that. And a lot of the stuff I talk about on money is like just talking you guys out of investing and stuff, talking you guys out of putting all your money in the stock market, talking you guys out of Forex trading and crypto trading. Okay? You're going to get rich from your business, man. When you have, to, And if you don't have a business, you need to get a business. And if you don't have a high margin business, you need to get a high margin business. Okay, that service business can get you six sales-based service business can get you six figures of the developing world equivalent. It can get you two hundred, it can get you three hundred a year. Okay, and then you can maybe take your shots at the drop shipping, you know, take four grand out from that month and put it in the drop shipping. And get multiple streams of revenue going, get your savings up, and then focus on like further protecting those assets, reducing your tax bill, okay, not getting legally married. And 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 then And then you can start looking at appreciation, okay, Mm -hmm. and and the bonds or whatever. But, like, there's so much that guys need to do before that, and there's so much that you need to know. You can't have someone else, um, you can't just let someone else do this for you. You need to be on top of your money, all right? So I know I cover a lot of points and, you know, was circling around a lot of stuff, but I hope hope you, you got the message here. And I hope you found this useful. As always, uh, you know, much love to you. And I wish you all the best in your personal development journey. If you have any questions, let me know. Um, and if you want more information on this stuff, go to RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com forward slash money. That has all my posts on money. And it's all free. So soak it up. Get yourself educated. Get yourself as financially literate as possible. And thank you so much for watching.